serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 <laughs> happy Monday. I like when Chad's not here, you do that. I, I like doing it on occasion. He does it better than anybody. I'm Gatos. Barry Markson is in for uh, the vacationing uh, Chad Benson. And, of course, Becky Lynch, fantastic, award-winning in the news center, back in about seven minutes. Really, it's going to be fantastic. All right, uh, last hour, if you missed it, we chatted with Tom Horn. That Let's- was fun. <laughs> I don't know if it was fun. <laughs> he wants to run Arizona's schools. Oh. He wants to be the new superintendent of public instruction. Uh, but why does he have an accused pedophile on his campaign? So that was fun, asking him about that. Uh, we'll talk to his opponent in about seven or eight minutes, Kathy Hoffman. All right. We'll see how many pedophiles she has on her campaign. Oh. And then we'll be able to just see, well, whoever has least, the least amount, we'll probably vote for. What it, do you think? I think we should put it up on the website like a tally Goodness of, of the number of, uh, you know, I don't know about accused. you, but when a, when a resume comes in and it says David Stringer and then under it it says racist, check, and then it says uh, pedophile, check, I'm like, I'm going to probably disregard or d- discard <laughs> that uh, that resume. Gato's getting ready to run for superintendent of public instruction. Uh, I would not be good at it. No, nope. uh, nope, I'm not going to do nope. it. No. All right. So uh, Hoffman in about uh, six or seven minutes. All right. Uh, and well, you know what? Let's let's t- ask her. Horn says, yeah, they're, they're teaching <laughs> critical race theory in all classes around the state. OK, we'll ask Kathy Hoffman about that. We know she's going to say no, but let, let's it's going to be exciting. Let's see if if she can back that up. All right. Uh, what a what a it was it was craziness. I mean, it was in Phoenix. You had a motel. Then you had a guy who decided, I don't know, I'm bored. I'm just going to start shooting a bunch of people. Yeah. He, by the way, that guy, uh, the killer, he, he killed himself. You know that. now. Good. Right? I'm yeah. glad he's dead. Yeah. So this uh, happened yeah. in Phoenix uh, last night, late last night. Yeah. So let's give you let's give you kind of the rundown. So you had a guy who had all the weapons, all the ammunition. He had tactical gear on. He had a Kevlar helmet on. Uh, This guy was ready to go to war. Yeah. And you're like, okay, what are you doing? I don't know why he did what he did, but he killed two people who were, I I guess, inside of a car at a motel. And then he decided, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to shoot all the police officers who come by after that. Shot a couple of cops. Uh, We had... Shrapnel injury in other cops. We had cars yeah. that were shredded by this yeah. by this guy. Four police cars just just riddled with bullets. He turns around, just starts shooting into the motel. He then turns around again. There's a, just an independent car in the parking lot, not police. He shoots into that car, killing two people in that car. And the guy's you know he, he's dressed as you said for war. Gatos. He's got the weapons. He's he's got the gear on. He's got Kevlar vest and a helmet on. And, and that's what we're dealing with right now. Is crazy people can have access to all this stuff, and then the rest of us just have to live here and hope it doesn't wander by our place. It's the new thing now. Yeah. It's not bad enough that, you know, someone goes and gets a gun and then wants to go shoot up a school. Um, But now it's like, okay, in Buffalo, remember the store that got shot up? That guy was in gear. Yeah. They're all in gear now. By the way, the Buffalo guy, there was a a guard there who shot him. Didn't do anything. Yeah. He just kept walking. Yeah. So I think also in Uvalde, that guy had a bunch of gear on, but it doesn't matter because the cops were such cowards that they didn't even go in and get him. Uh, thank goodness our cops here in Arizona would never do that. Uh, and then you have this guy, you know, last night, 
He thinks he's in Afghanistan or Iraq, yeah. for crying out loud. And he's dressed that way. By the way, Gatos, you, you bring up a really good point here. I mean, it, it's the police here. I mean, we just saw it last night. Put themselves in the line of fire. Two of the police officers shot. Others are hit with shrapnel. I mean, this is, uh, th- obviously, we say this is what they're here for, to protect the public. But this is so over the top of what a police officer should have to face. And I, I do think we need to have that conversation here for the safety of the public, but also the safety of our police officers. How are they supposed to fight against this and it's at it, some level you just have to start saying why are we selling this stuff in the public why aren't there at least some laws to try to restrict who can get it i mean you, you said it earlier why do you need a kevlar helmet why do you need a kevlar vest like you're going to war in, in the ukraine i don't have the answer the only reason you have that is because you're going to go up against the police or up against something like that and you you're trying to protect yourself or i don't or, or maybe some of you out there have that stuff for a reason i don't know why I, I don't told, know why. I told you when you go hunting, Gatos. No, the, you don't wear that. The deer shoot back now. Well, it's a new me, thing. Believe me when I say, I know nothing about hunting, but I know you're not wearing like what this guy wore not. yesterday. Of course not. Right? All right. So it's the semi-automatic rifle. We've heard that before. But now it's the wearing of the tactical gear. Yeah. Okay. So you're a police officer. You're completely outmatched. You don't have a semi-automatic rifle. I mean, do you really, are you head to toe in tactical gear? The answer is no. Yeah. You might have a vest on, a bulletproof vest, but you're not head to toe in tactical gear. Yeah. You're just not. No, it's 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 incredible. So and the police and are outmatched every single time now. Yeah. And I just don't know how we how did that happen? Because all the it's the it's now the the country we live in, Gatos. People love this stuff. Some people buy look, the vast majority of people are buying this military type stuff because they think it's fun and they put it on when they go to shoot at the range or they go outside and do it at an outdoor range. But see that's it's, the that's the gun. Like that's the semi automatic. No, I'm right? even saying the, the gear. They like putting on tactical gear. It makes them feel like they're I don't know what it is. They makes them feel more like a warrior or something. I don't know what it is. Most of these folks who buy it aren't gonna go out and start shooting up schools or shooting up hotels. Right. But but the fact is some some people are. And the question is, why? Why Why do we have to make that stuff available? Uh, I mean, you said it earlier. So, so these shooters are getting into schools, getting into stores. And when the police are there, when a security guard shoots back, it just bounces off them. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Chief Jerry Williams with Broomhead today. Someone with a tack vest, a helmet, a rifle, multiple magazines is not there to talk to you and have a good conversation with you. He or she is there to commit acts of violence in our community. And we're seeing gun crimes, Mike, not just here in Arizona but across the country, it's just maddening. And if you're a police officer out there, you don't have the same gun. You This 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 awful human being has better weapons yeah. and better gear than the police officers. And it, it's, all, it's also just this complete weakening of respect for the institutions in our country um, on, on both sides of the aisle where people are saying defund the police and blaming the police for everything that happens. And now you have the Trump people blaming that we should defund and shut down the FBI and the Department of Justice. It's creating this attitude where there's no respect for police. We're, we're seeing in Phoenix with a, just a huge increase in the number of police shootings just this year. It's it's really an odd. There are a lot of different parts of this. It's not going to be easy to address. But I think as a, as a society, we need to start looking at some of these issues and talking about it amongst ourselves. Um, there's surveillance video, and it shows, uh, it shows uh, the guy walking through the parking lot and then falling to the ground. It appears he took his own life, like the yeah. coward that he is. My goodness. All right, we're going to talk more about that. Um, up next, well, Tom Horn. We spoke nah. to him last hour. Uh, he wants to run Arizona schools. He wants to win the election. He wants to be Arizona's superintendent of public instruction. Uh, we asked Horn, why did you hire an accused pedophile to work on your, your campaign? 
Uh, Kathy Hoffman is the Democratic candidate for uh, superintendent of public instruction. We'll ask her about that. And we'll ask her about, you know, critical race theory. Is Horn right? Our schools in Arizona, they're all doing it, right? Uh, I'm not so sure. But we'll ask Hoffman next, the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, uh, early in the show, we talked to uh, Tom Horn. He's running against Kathy Hoffman uh, for the state superintendent of public instruction. On Friday, Tom Horn was asked this question by AZ Family. Is David Stringer associated with your campaign? Absolutely. All right. So David Stringer, if you don't remember, um, reports of molestation of children, pled guilty in 83, resigned in disgrace here in Arizona from the legislature because of racist remarks. And so uh, I asked Horn the same question and Horn lied. You've hired this guy to work on your campaign. No, I have not hired him at all. Is he part of your campaign? No. All right. So all of a sudden he's not part of the campaign. Uh, Joining us now is uh, Kathy Hoffman. Democratic candidate for superintendent of public instruction. Um, how many accused pedophiles do you have on your campaign? Very funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, isn't it ridiculous that we're talking about this? Completely ridiculous, personally. I mean, we should all be completely disturbed and alarmed by this news that Tom Horn is doubling down on his support and association with a known convicted pedophile, someone who has already uh, gone through a criminal investigation, who resigned in disgrace from our state legislature, and, and it shows Tom Horn's complete lack of character and lack of values, and he should, I mean, we should, he has no business getting anywhere near our school system, anywhere near leading education in Arizona. To me, it's deeply disturbing. Kathy Hoffman joins us. Uh, she's the superintendent of public instruction in Arizona. Uh, so, Kathy, l- let me let me just ask you. I mean, it, the biggest thing this the, for me, the issue here is judgment. I mean, you have a, a guy running against you. We can talk about all sorts of other judgment issues he's had in his career, but th- this one just seems so obvious, right? Somebody says, hey, you have an accused pedophile and racist uh, associated with your campaign. You disassociate your campaign from the person. Tom Horn just keeps doubling down on it and defending this guy. Do you have any idea why he's doing that? I, I completely agree with you, and I think the first red flag for this was actually the day after his, the primary election, just a couple months ago, or not even, just over a month ago, that he, the very first post that Tom Horn put on Twitter was thanking David Stringer. He later deleted that post. Maybe someone told him maybe that's not such a good idea, but now to hear him doubling down on his support, and clearly there's still a connection between them. Clearly there was no lesson learned that it's not a good idea to associate yeah. your your campaign for state superintendent with people of these types of serious crimes. Well, and it's such it's such a weird affiliation, and he confirmed for us that his his now wife, this is the woman he was seeing when his wife was still alive, they got married after his wife mm-hmm. died. She represented him. She's a lawyer. She represented David Stringer a couple of times, not back then when the when the pedophile charges happened, but more recently. And and I don't understand the connection. It's it's one of these things I don't know that we're ever going to get it. I, I I don't get it now, but it really does call into judgment of somebody who wants to run as to be the superintendent of public instruction and yet is willing to have someone with this background associated with his campaign and with him. And it makes you wonder, is he going to appoint David Stringer in the office if he's elected? Is this a guy we're going to be dealing with uh, in, in public school education in Arizona going forward if he wins? I, I, just, I just can't imagine. Uh, Superintendent Hoffman, let me ask you this question. We Barry asked Tom Horn 
a question about CRT. Let me play it for you and let me play Horn's answer. And then I'd like to get your response because I know there are people listening um, to this show and they're saying, yeah, you guys are you guys are teaching this in school. Um, here's the conversation real quick. Can you tell me one Arizona school district that uh, has CRT classes uh, active right now? Yeah, many. Uh, the, the first one was Baltz, which was the first district in the entire country to adopt the 1619 Project, which is the main textbook of the of critical race theory. All right, I don't know where he was. What is it, Baltz? What did he say? Well, I don't know. Anyway, let's just ask the question: Are, are there any school districts in Arizona that teach critical race theory? No, there are not. And our Arizona state standards, as Tom Horn should know, are the state standards are developed by Arizona local teachers. And then it is up to the local school districts to adopt curriculum according to teach the Arizona state standards. But none of those standards have anything to do with CRT. And that's not being taught in Arizona schools. Is, is he alluding to, to the possibility that there are teachers out there? Is this, I'm trying to get in his mind. And it's gross. Are there teachers out there that are teaching this on their own? Because that's what I hear from some people. I hear that, hey, the teachers are are teaching their their kids certain things about race in the way that they see it. It, it, Do you think that's what Horn is talking about? Well, I I strongly believe that we do need to make sure that our teachers are not including political information or any kind of politics in what's being taught in our public schools. That is, that's been clear. That, that was clear when I was an educator to keep politics out of schools and to really just stick to teaching to the standards, making sure our, te- our kids are well prepared for c- their careers and for college and whatever their future may look like. Um, but I, so I think we need to focus on teacher preparation and making sure we're supporting our teachers and, again, building some trust between we, we want our parents and families to be included in their child's education, to be partners in that education. And so I think there's some work to be done in strengthening those relationships so that parents know exactly what's being taught in their school and there's no question about about what that looks like. Kathy Hoffman, the superintendent of public instruction, joins us on KTAR. Kathy, let me just ask, I, I asked this of, of Tom Horn as well. There's something called Hillsdale College. It's a very politically conservative college and they've come up with what's called the Hillsdale curriculum and it's based on uh, a, a curriculum that uh, it was kind of started under Donald Trump. It's like patriotic history. It's the rewriting of history from a politically conservative standpoint. Um, I understood that Tom Horn has said he's going to implement this. I know Carrie Lake has said she's going to implement it in public schools in Arizona. It's literally politicizing what our children are taught. Um, is there? Have you heard that? And is there is there a concern out there in the education world about this happening to our students in Arizona? I have heard this because this actually came up uh, in, under the previous administration, under Diane Douglas. She wanted to adopt the Hillsdale curriculum as well. I find that deeply concerning. Again, we should be keeping politics out of our children's education on either side of the political spectrum. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or independent or Republican. We, we should not have politics involved in, in the education. But further, it's not up to the Department of Education to decide what curriculum is being taught. Again, it's a local control decision. And so um, as Arizona is a local control state, I, I would hope that other state leaders would, would understand that. All right. Uh, Kathy Hoffman is the superintendent of public instruction. She's running against Tom Horn. Uh, superintendent, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much. I think uh, we've got to go here. One thing that Hoffman needs to do is figure out a way to convince parents that 
critical race theory is not being taught here. And I don't know how you do that. Well, because, yeah, because there's a whole bunch of folks out there lying that it is because it has become nothing more than a political, like a horn that's just being sounded to try to scare everybody. And the fact is, it's not here. It's, not it's, in just, Arizona. it's just not. Okay. Coming up next, uh, we've got Becky Lynn back. She's going to read the headlines, but you and I are going to interrupt. It's going to be fantastic. All right. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. Oh, it's just after 3.30, and you know what that means. Time to interrupt the headlines. Here's Becky Lynn. Well, you heard it live earlier today on KTAR. I am certain that Phoenix police officers who arrived on scene who engaged saved many lives. In an exclusive interview with the Mike Broomhead Show, Phoenix Police Chief Jerry Williams says the suspect in last night's motel shooting wore tactical gear and fired more than 100 rounds. Kevlar helmet, uh, tactical vest, high-powered rifle. Um, this individual was was set on doing damage to our community. One officer was hit by a bullet in the shoulder and another was hit by shrapnel in multiple places, including the face. Surveillance video shows the suspect firing into a motel and then turning the rifle on a car, killing two people inside. He also tried unsuccessfully to set off a Molotov cocktail. This all happened in the area of 27th Avenue and Deer Valley Road. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. It's like a war zone. If you looked at some of those cars riddled with bullets, it's unbelievable. It looks like something from another country. It does. It looks like so- it looks like you yeah. know downtown Afghanistan. Well, Kabul. Yeah. It is unbelievable. The thing that I have a problem with is I don't get why we're selling all this tactical gear. Because the only people that I see using these tactical gear are the bad guys. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's funny. I just had somebody on Twitter, and you can see on me on Twitter, Barry Markson1. It's, it's saying that it's a Second Amendment right. You have a Second Amendment right to own tactical gear, which the Second Amendment does not mention tactical gear, Gatos. Uh, and if, as you might imagine, the, in the forefathers, they didn't really have... Um, uh, Kevlar, bullet, uh, Kevlar, bulletproof vest, any of that kind of stuff. Then, uh, but it's it, it, it. We need to really address this kind of stuff in our country, and we, just think of it only for the police. If, if that's if that's all we think about, mm-hmm. is the fact that our police, uh, in this case, officers, literally driving into someone shooting at them. Thank goodness two didn't die. Two other people did die. I mean, this is this is what we're dealing with now, and this was only one of several shootings like this around the country yesterday. We're holding up the headlines. Education, one of the biggest concerns for Arizonans, according to nonprofit Center for the Future of Arizona which commissioned a survey to find where Arizonans stand on top issues. President and CEO Sybil Francis tells KTAR's think tank there were many areas that potential voters agreed on. There's strong support for career and technical education, both in the K-12 system, but also for people out in the workforce so that they can transition to different kinds of jobs as needed. A majority were also concerned about retaining teachers and raising teacher pay. You know, Gatos, I have to tell you, this organization is... Excellent. And what they do is they, they're, they're nonpartisan, but they go out and just ask questions just to find out what do the people in Arizona actually care about? What, where, and what they find is we actually have agreement on many, many issues with huge percentages of the population agreeing on many things. And this is one of those things. So I love, I love seeing this sort of thing where we're actually more alike than we think we are. We're holding up the headlines.
Almost instantly after the government announced the new student debt reduction program aimed to reduce student loans of millions of borrowers by ten dollars to $20,000, come the scammers aiming to steal information, identities, and money. They're using <laughs> seamlessly realistic voicemails, emails, or social media, claiming to be able to help borrowers skip the line or get money faster, and then they ask for an assortment of personal and financial info. Experts caution, no one can help you jump the line or guarantee eligibility. If someone claims to be able to do that, it's likely a scam. So bottom line here, if you get one of these calls or messages, never give your personal information. You will not need to pay to qualify for that program. Also beware of copycat government websites. The legitimate ones always end in .gov. That is ABC's Ariel Rochef. It's always a phone call. <laughs> like if something is important from the government, they mail it to you. And they always tell you, we're never going to call you. Or email you. Yeah, they, we're never going mail, to do, mail, yeah. mail you. They'll mail you. Yeah. And that's what we all have to remember because there's so many people out there that are just trying to make, you know, uh, a buck out there illegally. And so, you know, if you get a call, it's fake. Just, yeah. just, just think <laughs> of it as like, as, as, yeah. you so, know. Somebody calls and asks for your social security number or any no. personal information, no. just say no and hang up. Right. We're holding up the headlines. KTAR News. Water Watch. Earlier this year, KTAR told you about the rural community of Rio Verde Foothills. And it's going to be cut off from Scottsdale's water supply by 2023. Residents met with the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. And some, like Christy, want to turn to outside companies for water. Our community needs a full community solution. And EPCOR can offer that. Others, like Jennifer, want to form a governmental entity called a Domestic Water Improvement District. We have a full and comprehensive plan to create a nonprofit entity that will abide by all laws, rules, and regulations. And the Board of Supervisors says they'll make a decision this week. Got to have water, right? Well, I just wonder when Arizona is going to pull California. And usually we don't do that because California is nuts. But, uh, you know, you got to stop watering your lawn. When is that, when is that actually yeah. going to happen in this state? It, it should have happened already, at least. Not, not, so? stop, not stop watering the lawn, but there's things we could have done. I mean, look, first of all, the main use of our water is agricultural. We've got Saudi Arabia pumping millions of gallons of water out of our groundwater now, uh, and we're aware of that. Now County. It's, it, yeah, I mean, we have all sorts of problems. But, Gatos, I've been saying this for years. We live in the middle of the desert. I, I was just at a restaurant yesterday sitting inside, and they had their misters on outside. There's not a person out there. It's hot. No one's sitting out there. And we're literally pumping water into the air. We're creating humidity and we're wasting water. How on earth is that legal? That's ridiculous. I, I just don't know how much water that. It, I mean, is that no? Even it's a, not that much. And neither, neither is watering the lawn. But we all need to kick in and start to slow down our water use. We're only going to do it when we're forced to do. Well, it. Well, we're kind of there now. It, it's, not, no one's forcing me to stop watering but, my lawn. But, well, that, because no politician wants to do that. Right. Doug Ducey, rather than saying, "Hey, you can't water your lawn as much as you are," he'd rather spend a billion dollars on a water desalinization plan, which I'm I'm not I against. Don't, I don't mind. I'm that. not against. But my goodness, how about if a leader just came up and said, hey, we're having water problems, guys. We have to work together. Let's find some ways to lower our water use. We're holding up the headlines. Border agents seized nearly 400 packages of fentanyl during a random traffic stop. Just outside Gila Bend on Wednesday evening, border officials pulled over a white Chevy Equinox whose owner agreed to be searched. The officers found an estimated $4 million worth of fentanyl packages coated in axle grease to mask their smell. In a statement, Maricopa County Sheriff Paul Penzone says he's proud of border agents' efforts to save lives as fentanyl affects more communities. Brandon King, KTR News. You know, I got to tell you, if somebody pulls you over and says, can I search your car? What's the answer, Gatos? Absolutely. <laughs> I got nothing to hide. 
<laughs> why, why would you? You got $4 million worth of fentanyl in the car? I don't have $4 million yeah, worth ahead, of fentanyl. Go ahead and search the car. I guess he thought he had it hidden so well that if he said yes, it would be obvious that he was as innocent Whoa. as you know, I, the morning maybe he, thought they, maybe he thought they were bluffing. I'll say yes, and they'll say, okay, go ahead. Yeah, Just leave. Maybe. Yeah, I've been on some uh, ride-alongs yeah. with... Uh, with some of the deputies out in uh, Gila Bend, and, and it is it is really crazy what they find, where they find it, uh, where things have been hidden. Uh, it's it's fascinating. It's it's fascinatingly bad, I guess I should say. But these these officers are very good at what they do, and yeah. they'll find they'll find the bad guy and then take the drugs away. Thank you, Becky Lynch. Just read all the headlines. We interrupted and reacted to the day's top stories. We call it holding up the headlines every day at three thirty. Coming up every day at four oh five. We have midterm mayhem, uh, oh. the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Uh, we're going to discuss, uh, we did interviews today with both candidates for Arizona Secretary uh, of uh, Public Instruction. All right, Tom Horn and Kathy Hoffman. Well, one of them has hired an accused pedophile. Well, yeah. not, not hired. He's associated. Associated. On the campaign, yes. if you will. Yes. Uh, and defending him. Yes. And you'll hear that at 405. Stick around. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, I want you to go to KTAR.com and check out the Gatos Big Q, right side of the page. Uh, I unveil it live at 8.50 with uh, Mr. Broomhead every morning. That is exciting. It's fun. We like to uh, jab each other. It's very fun. Uh, Here's my question. Glendale Police reportedly received... Calls about an alligator in Arrowhead Lake. Great! Ah, somebody put an alligator in Arrowhead Lake. That's just fantastic. Dude, that's like a that's like a fake lake too, right? It probably has. Uh, no, that's Cary Lake. Oh, oh, my mistake. IT's. My mistake. It's not that's not what I call her. No, but there's like chemicals and stuff in there. The alligator is probably. Uh, it, I don't know. It's probably like a superhero now. I have no like idea a, what kind of stuff is in Arrowhead Lake. It's like a supervillain. But there is a. An alligator there. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. No one's actually seen the alligator. So I'm asking, you know, <laughs> what would you do if you encountered the gator? Oh. All right. A, call the cops. B, uh, greet the gator with a smile and uh, ask uh, it to walk back to Florida. C, wrestle the gator. Oh. Or D, uh, play a Mark Kelly speech off your phone and lull the beast oh, to sleep. Oh, that's not right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's boring. That's... <laughs> oh, 47% agree with me. Mark Kelly. Boring. There you go. He's boring enough to put an alligator to yes. sleep. Yes. Wow. Yes. All right, let me ask you this. You know the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? I do not. I don't either. <laughs> Is there actually a difference? <laughs> yes, there has to be, right? There's two different names. Yes, and it has something to do with their their snout and their teeth. And I'm like, you think I'm getting close enough to take a look at that and figure it out? Uh, no. Is it an alligator or a crocodile? That's what we need to know, Gatos. I know in less than 60 seconds, the wise man's going to pop in and tell us the difference. Uh, here he is. <laughs> Yeah, so alligators have a U-shaped <laughs> snout. I told you he knows everything. He knows and they say, they say, see you later. Crocodiles have a longer pointed V-shaped snout. You know what it is. You know, and people think Steve just gets on the internet and looks at stuff. It's no. not true. It's not true. He just knows all this useless information he, off the top of his head. He does. That's it's why, incredible. That's why we call him the wise man. Oh, it's incredible. All right. So uh, so if you see a crocodile, a gator, if you see an alligator yeah. out in Glendale, get that phone. 
phone ready with the Kelly speech. So do you think somebody had like an alligator at home and it was getting too big and they're like, I got to just drop it off at the Arrowhead Lake? I'll tell you this. Did you guys see this the other day? Did you see the emotional support alligator? Yes, saw it. Oh, come on. Yes. And it was in a park and yes. I can't remember what state it was in, though. Oh, was it in a plane? Did it, they take it on a plane, too? Well, no, they weren't trying to get on a plane with it, thing. But it was on a leash. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was on a leash. And it's on a in leash. A park. That yeah. leash is going to do nothing. I, I would tell you, I, I have to tell you, I kind of like this idea now because people who cause me stress, alligator's going to take ah. care of that. It was just in, take care of it right there. It Boom. was uh, It was in Philadelphia. Wow. It was in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. And the, the gator's name was Wally. Oh. It was at a local park. And you know, like, you know, the part of like uh, parks, you know, sometimes they have the water that comes Splash up from the ground. Pad. Splash pad. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where, where it was. That's where, well, that's, it was. that's where you want them. You want, uh, you yeah. want Tom Horn's guy, David Springer, there, and an alligator. Oh, hang, hanging around the kids, Gatos. That's what I'm talking I'd about. I'd rather hang around an alligator. Oh. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, my goodness. Wise man, anything else to... Uh... Yeah, actually, crocodiles <laughs> are bigger. <laughs> <laughs> They're more aggressive. Is that right? Yeah. When, when Steve's teaching, he gets his teaching voice on. Yeah. It's a whole different voice for uh, Steve Great. when he does that. So alligators are more dangerous <laughs> than crocodiles. No, no, no. no. The, the other way around. around. Crocodiles are bigger. They're older, they're more aggressive, and their bite is stronger. Who's the crikey guy? Didn't he do crocodiles, not gators? Crocodile Dundee? No. You know, the guy, oh, Steve Irwin. Ir- yeah. 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 He's, he's gone now. I know, but didn't he, wasn't he? he was, was he that. the crocodile hunter? Is that what yeah. they call yeah. him? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Uh, wow. Oh, well, well, that could happen over by uh, Arrowhead Lake now. So That's awesome. They think there's an alligator in the lake because someone claims to have seen it and called police? Yeah. I think I, the way that I saw it was... They, there were a couple of people that apparently saw someone let it go into the lake. It's like someone came there and put the gator in the lake. They, they said that police got reports that someone that they uh, someone had allegedly released an alligator right. into the water. Okay. No, I don't know if anybody saw it. Nobody's actually seen it since then. Uh, but are these like coyotes? If you just leave them alone, they're not going to do anything to no, you. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, either. If, if, you get, if you get near the water, the thing could come out and grab you. They can run up to 30 miles per oh, hour. Of course they can. 30 miles an hour? That is fa- that's almost as fast as Pablo. That's crazy. 30 miles an hour, huh? Wow. Faster than crocodiles. <laughs> well, the crocodiles are older. So. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. the wise man, Steve Zinsmeister. Impressive as always. All right. Coming up next. Mayhem. That's right. Midterm mayhem. Well, this is quite a mess. We've got the candidates for Arizona Secretary of Public Instruction.